0: to Heathen Hot Dish, where we have candid discussions that frequently incense, occasionally offend, but always get served up with a liberal helping of Minnesota nice. I'm Amy.
1: And I'm Justin.
0: And we were just having a riveting discussion about how neither one of us has a working brain today, so uh, brace yourselves for a really enlightening podcast This is going to be high quality right here. Yeah. Did you... So I have two ideas topics, we should probably cover Orlando. Oh, yes. Our thoughts in Orlando. But I've also been watching a lot of Orange is the New Black so I could talk about prisons in America too if you wanted to go there, but we should probably just hit Orlando.
1: I think Orlando alone should give us enough because that's kind of morphed into so many different places right now. Oh, my God.
0: I just, I can't even honestly, I I, from from the time it happened, I just, I can't even watch the news coverage. I just can't. I, I feel like Nothing's going to change. Everything's going to stay exactly the same. And that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I'm just... I'm at this point of disgust, like, you know...
1: With everything in general? With
0: everything. Yep.
1: Okay. With with
0: religion, with guns, with hate against LGBT people, with... Just with everything. I just... You know, I, I, I... I don't even know what to think about it because I'm just so... You know, every other day you hear about a horrible mass shooting and <clears throat> you just, you know nothing. You know, you hear about it for a few weeks and how Congress is going to make some sort of change and things are going to happen and nothing happens and, you know, see, I'm, I'm, I'm detaching just feeling very in a, pessimistic.
1: I'm detaching in a totally different way, but I see a lot of room for optimism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I also am coming to the realization that Congress is not the answer. Government is not the answer. It's just, it's it's futile to even think that somehow the government is going to fix this. This is a societal problem, I think, and I I think uh, there have been some positives that come out of this event. I mean, if you look at some of the unanticipated responses from even religious communities, I mean, there's been obviously some very ugly, ugly, ugly uh, reactions, but I think they're pretty much in the minority, but there's been a lot of solidarity In support of LGBTQ community members, and that I think is a little encouraging. Like right now is Pride events, right now in the Twin Cities, which is fairly close to our homes. And it sounds like there's just a massive...
0: But do you feel like any of those people that are showing support are people who wouldn't otherwise support the LGBTQ community? I kind of do. I mean, do you think that this has made people who weren't supportive before become supportive i, mean, I, I feel I, like it's just the same preaching to the choir the same people you know i was supportive before and i will continue to be i'm very pessimistic that anybody's mind has been yeah, changed I don't, about i think their there stance was a lot of, of
1: a lot of sympathy from people who kind of been on the fence been forced to kind of with the gay marriage thing just kind of coming to grips with that being Against, I see people in my circles. I guess is mm-hmm. what I should say. It's all anecdotal, but there's been a lot of indications on, in the media too, that there's people who are, just almost like a. It, it maybe it's a little bit of succumbing to public pressure, just public sentiment. There's even been some some. I don't know if you saw the Anderson Cooper interview with, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say she was the Attorney General in Florida, who was very 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 homophobic in her approach or anti-gay, I should say anti-gay marriage, anti-equal rights in her approach to the the governance and the in the opinion of the state in relation to gay marriage. Mm-hmm. But she came out very much saying, you know, that we're unified with the gay community, you know, we're representing, we're up standing for the rights and you know, we're here as a sympathetic shoulder and Anderson Cooper was like but you were just against gay rights, and you were against gay marriage, and you were very hostile in your approach, and no, 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 the people, you know, and she just kept reiterating, I mean, he was really putting it, you know, her past behavior in light of her now compassionate stance, and just kind of saying, well, where were you then on this, and...
0: It feels to me, though, like that's a lot of the same old, you know... We hate the sin, but we love the sinner. You know, people acting like... I'm, there, there's no doubt there's like, you know, a bunch of that going on. Sure, they have sympathy because it was a horrible thing that happened. But well, I just it, wonder at the end of the day if that's going to do anything to change anybody's mind about the hateful things they say about gay people to begin with. I'm just... God, I'm a downer. I just can't even... I can't yeah. even process this whole thing. I, I I'm so... I don't know. I want to feel like something can be done, and I want to feel like there's some sort of path forward. And I just well, there, don't. I, I don't feel like I don't know. I don't there feel is like progress being it. made,
1: and you can't let a few. I mean, they're tragic. It's horrific. I don't right. want to downplay the. You know the, the magnitude of this horrific massacre because that's what mm-hmm. it was. I mean, yeah. it's inhuman to even consider what what happened. It's just appalling I mean a hundred people and the Well, you just it's exponential just about the amount of lives that were impacted just from the hundred people that were you know directly involved and then you go to aunts and uncles and cousins and friends and And then you go to just
0: the terrorism aspect of it exactly yeah i so many levels it's it's truly terrorism it's whether you want to call it islamic terrorism or not it's it's still terrorism it's you know an attempt to terrify a group of people it's
1: yeah i I got into some heated exchanges on social media in the you week yeah (laughs) but the (laughs) thing it it is it's astonishing to me the kind of people that are defending and 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 everybody does it i mean you pick Mm -hmm. your angle you pick which what you're most upset about people pick their their soapbox issues Mm -hmm. Around something like this, which is a little disheartening because it's just, it's tragic. I don't know. I I guess I don't think it, it, it it is possible that it's a one-off event and it's possible that, I mean, I hate like the lone wolf term and whatever, because there are factors, there are things that contributed to this situation which don't fit with the lone wolf or the one-off you know, storyline, you just, you know, there's contributing factors that are societal, Mm -hmm. communal, religious, on so many levels that contributed to somebody snapping like this. But the fact of the matter is that it's a very, very, very small representation of people as a whole in Mm -hmm. this country.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that I think everybody in the country is about to snap and commit murder. I just, I just know it's going to happen again shortly. And we're all gonna be saying the exact same things and I well, mean it,
1: and that's why I think it's good to recognize that like since nineteen ninety three, I believe it is, mm-hmm. gun crime has deaths from firearms have decreased by almost fifty percent. Okay. And it's easy to look at the news and say this is happening more and more and more and it's worse and worse and worse, but the data doesn't bear that out. Why it, do
0: you think that is?
1: I think social media has a lot to do with it. I think the, the no, way
0: and not that. I mean, why do you think why is it that gun deaths have declined since 1993? I honestly don't know much about the issue. I'm genuinely asking. Do they know what's caused that drop in gun deaths?
1: I think as a whole, society over the past century especially, I, I, there's a book out there. It's I, I can't even advocate anybody read it because it's so data-dense, but I've read huge excerpts from it. I've had uh, a lot of people point it out, but it's Steven Pinker, The Better Angels of mm-hmm. Our Nature. Mm-hmm. And he basically breaks down every bit of data that's available, just showing the trends in human civilization and the effect that more knowledge, more understanding is leading to better society. And by every single measure that you can come up with, essentially, right now, human beings are at their most compatible, least confrontational, least violent state we've ever been, ever, in the history of humanity.
0: But so do you think that the decrease in gun violence is just a decrease in violence on the whole? Or do you think that it's specific to guns somehow? That something happened that made it made people less likely to commit crimes with guns?
1: I don't know enough about it to say that, but I do know that there are certain factors. And like the gun thing, I, I saw some data that just blew me away because, you know, everybody likes to point out America's gun violence, gun issue, and it's compelling and and the the mentality that getting rid of guns would somehow minimize, you know, the violence is true to some extent because the the implement of choice would be removed potentially if you could do that, which Mm -hmm. would minimize the amount of deaths or occurrences, however you want to told that up but the data shows that Americans are more violent in general the deaths in almost every other category we lead the planet in i really? mean Americans are just more violent that's that's part of our culture mm-hmm. and
0: i think that has a lot to do with our just our culture of fear in general there's so much fear in america about just i don't know i listen and again this is anecdotal too but i hear Comments people make on social media are just real, you know. People are obsessed with the idea that someone is going to <clears throat> come and get them at any moment, you know. And I, I hear a lot about guns for self defense, and you need guns for self defense because somebody's going to break into your home. And there's just, and, and of course that happens, but I feel like there's just this paranoid culture in America that people. Think that something bad is going to happen every second of every day, and we're so afraid of everything, and we act out. I, I don't know. I
1: I don't know many people like that though. I know a lot yeah. of people that are, are gun owners and are, you know, adamant that they have the right to carry and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: don't think any single. I can't think of a single person who's legitimately concerned that someone is going to go. Really, yeah. I do.
0: I do. And I know there's
1: people that fantasize about mm-hmm. it maybe. That that would be more likely for me to think of somebody like that than than people who are legitimately genuinely scared.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean there's a lot of hyperbole in the news that goes around that kind of adds to that fant it is almost a fantasy because mm-hmm. you think about it. Who do you know who's encountered Nobody. Physical violence at the hands of another in, well, in your life. Well, one or life. two people. It's it's pretty.
0: I shouldn't say none because it's.
1: It what happens habits. for sure. Yeah, I I think of my past, in my life, especially my youth. the Amount of violence I incurred and it was or encountered it was significant. Mm-hmm. But as an adult and as most of the people I interact with, I mean their chances of. I mean I think of the people I know who've never been in a fight or had any kind of physical altercations or whatever. And I think not too long ago that would be a rarity.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Do you. Do you think. You know, not that I totally want to rehash the gun debate, but do you think there's any room to make any changes as far as gun regulations go that would help minimize this sort of thing?
1: I think in this case is a perfect example of a law that's being offered and a law that would have done something. But. I have just in the last two days heard something that made me rethink that, and it came from Penn Gillette. His wife Mm -hmm. actually came out, and it was just a simple tweet that just said um, she was in support of the the bill that said no fly, no buy. Mm -hmm. And to me, that made nothing but sense. Mm -hmm. All right, if you're on the no-fly list, you know, whatever, you shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun. That's about as sensible as could be and presuming that the shooter in Orlando was on the no-fly list and that he bought the gun so recently to the event that conceivably would have prevented him or at least made it a lot more challenging for him to get his hands on the firearms.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But reading the tweet, she said that Penn had straightened her out in her thinking that the no-fly list is
0: it's hugely with unconstitutional. Yeah, I agree with that, Yeah, it, 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 you, the no-fly list itself has so many problems that you can't just right, say... Right,
1: on, on a racial Right, that if you're going to let... Yep.
0: If, if anybody's going to have a right to have a gun, you can't just single out this one block of people right, that, well, that are could, already on an arbitrary list. You could arbitrarily, list. yeah, put yeah.
1: anyone on that list then. Right. Yeah. I
0: I agree that that's just bullshit because...
1: Right, so, so the one aspect that I saw that, that, okay, we can do something here that would have demonstrably potentially had an effect is now unconstitutional so again I'm
0: so what do you think about you know limiting our regulations on assault rifles
1: well as I said the ban was in place Mm -hmm. to limit the magazine capacity
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that expired I think right at the end of W's in his last term I believe and it was allowed to expire and They've been available now. There was a bunch out there anyways, the magazines that were illegal, but they were in circulation, whatever. So it essentially didn't matter, other than you couldn't go buy it brand new. But anybody that knows anything about firearms knows that with speed loaders for revolvers, I mean, the old, even Western-style guns, you can load those in seconds. And if you see a trained shooter, which the Orlando shooter was, he was professionally trained. I mean, in the absolute efficiency of putting people down. I mean, he was trained with, you know, umpteen hours of uh, live fire range training, whatever, with his security uh, credentials. He had to be trained and had to, you know, demonstrate his ability to operate a firearm. And so the way I look at it is having a knee jerk reaction to these type of events and to implement legislation that essentially does nothing to change or prevent And that's why the no-fly, no-buy thing Mm -hmm. made so much sense to me until I started looking at the constitutionality. So I think having more gun laws is essentially going to do nothing, but I'm fully in support of uh, closing the gun show loopholes. You know, just Mm -hmm. common sense things that have unquestioned support nationally from Mm -hmm. voters on both sides of the aisle. Things we, like that, just it's not even an even issue. We can not seem to
0: get that done, though. That's, right, which
1: is disgraceful, in my opinion. I that would be much
0: more in favor of, you know, ignoring the no fly list, I would be much more in favor of not letting convicted domestic abusers purchase new guns. Which what is would you illegal. Think about something that, like it's that? already illegal. Everywhere? Like I believe federally that's. Or I is,
1: think that's if you have a felony, you cannot own a firearm legally.
0: What if it's not a felony?
1: And I don't know the status of that, but I think there are varying degrees of mm-hmm. that already. But yeah, I think I don't think anybody would have much of a problem other than the NRA. So, yeah, and, I think a lot of the gun puppets. deaths
0: come from are domestic abuse related. Right. Well, know? and that's
1: and that's the thing that the conflation <clears throat> between common sense gun laws and then mm-hmm. reactionary emotional reactions to incidents like Orlando needs mm-hmm. to stop. We need to have, don't say, we need to do something for Orlando. That just drives me up a wall. Because saying we need to do something for Orlando is like trying to unring a bell. You can't do anything to stop Orlando. You can't do anything to stop Sandy Hook. We can do things to prevent the next potential shooting, but that most likely is going to be affected by people like you and me Mm -hmm. seeing something, saying something, becoming involved. Empowering law enforcement—that's that's the slippery slope and the tricky bit—is within constitutionality. I mean, you you can't just put someone on a list, and right. you can't just. There, there are inherent risks, and that's the part I struggle with the most: is how do you preserve liberty and freedom, and at the same time, stop these fringed, incredibly small but incredibly tragic events from happening.
0: Well, I just go back to what do other countries do? You know, we have this massive problem, and I know you said that Americans seem to be more violent in general, but I'm not sure that I, I don't buy that, you know, we're a different species, we're just more violent. I think there are things in our culture that probably contribute to more violence happening in America. I don't think that we're more violent people.
1: Well, the data the data says just that.
0: Well, does this, the data says that more violence happens. It doesn't say that we're more that we're wired differently to be more violent. Well, I mean
1: is without without breaking out the study right now, which would be difficult. It it is conclusive. It it's indisputable that American and it didn't count third world countries, obviously right. I mean it's not talking like you know Uganda or wherever where there's just wanton violence or
0: well I feel like a lot of that could be attributed to a lot of our other problems with poverty, with health care with you know you get a a population of desperate people. more violent things happen see i I've,
1: I personally think, and this I have no data to support <laughs> this, but I think it's more of just the Americanism, you know. Fuck you! You're not. Don't tread on me. That whole thing. That's that's part. I think of, that's
0: part of it. I think that's a subset of it.
1: I think of the people but that I know. I think of the people driving around with the Confederate flags, like we've talked about. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that that swagger, that attitude of being an American, which look is at Donald just Trump. Exactly. Look mm-hmm. at the popularity of Donald Trump, and what makes him popular? It's that fuck you attitude that he has, mm-hmm. and that is deeply ingrained in at least the. The male, you know, that the machismo that that is hugely American.
0: And what do we do about that?
1: that Tell is, me, Justin. Well, what I, do we do about I'm that? I'm hopefully addressing that in the way I'm raising my yeah. son. And you're doing yeah. the same thing with the way you're raising your mm-hmm. sons. And I think it takes, like Christopher Hitchens said, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to raise the floor in almost every measure in any place, is empower women. Mm-hmm. And I think women are better suited to be more rational in almost any dynamic especially in situations with violence and conflict resolution and things like that it has been a patriarchal system that has ruled us and it's been that way in many places on earth but you take that with a culture that has won its independence through fighting and blood and you know revolt and revolutions and everything about this country is screw you don't tell me what to do or i'll kick your ass that's that's
0: until it comes to abortion
2: well,
1: and, and that's the thing is there's exceptions, and there's this transition period where it's ugly, and it really stands out with the rest of the world. I mean, you see Australia and what they did. They had a mass shooting that, you know, pales in comparison to Orlando now. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, I think, 26 people or so that were killed. And mm-hmm. and they they didn't ban guns, but they offered a buyback. Right. And people in mass just got rid of their guns. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they did it. You do that in America and you'll have results, but it won't be anything near what that was in, in Australia. I think we are different in that way alone, and there's, you know, other other factors obviously, you know, poverty and whatnot. You throw those in there and that complicates it even further, but
0: I think I've just been watching too much depressing T V lately. I was just, before you got here I was watching Trapped, which I don't know if you've heard about that, but it's not Documentary about trap laws that I've been waiting oh. since last year to see and it finally was on PBS I think last Monday. But I'm three quarters of the way through it. It's so good. I, just, I keep thinking you should really watch this one too because this one does not tackle late-term abortion at all. Okay. It's just first trimester abortion and all of the trap laws that are being passed, especially in southern states and trap laws are targeted... Targeted regulation of abortion providers, so things that really are just being passed to shut down abortion clinics, Right, like that the width stuff. of the hallways, having exactly, to be yeah. up the spec,
1: and whatever, yeah, we've it's, talked about it's that. It's
0: very interesting, but it just reminds me of, like you said, you know, empowering women. Here we are in a country where we're micromanaging what women do, because we don't trust them to make good decisions. Well, Even know, if you we, leave the third trimester abortion part out of it, you just...
1: Can can you see Ugh. any correlation here to your attitude on that issue, which I know you're mm-hmm. deeply passionate about? Now think of someone and this is gonna seem like a false equivalency and in many ways it is, but mm-hmm. what do you think of someone who is that passionate about Second Amendment rights? And how passionate they are about owning an A. R. fifteen with dual thirty round magazines and the whole nine.
0: I guess I would say you're not born with an AR fifteen in your hand, but you are born with a uterus.
1: Well, right. It's but they, part of
0: your body. They, they can, can turn, turn around and, and say things thing. like,
1: you're not born with a physician to terminate that pregnancy either.
0: No, but you're born with the capability of inducing an abortion yourself. You could figure out a way to do it. You don't need a doctor. Di- I mean, to me, health care and owning a gun are just completely separate issues. One is essentially a hobby, I mean, take well, that as you, um, I, I realize, yes, you know, it's, it's something you can use to get food for your family, there are definite upsides to hunting, but at the end of the day, to me, that's a hobby.
1: Well, I'm, I'm saying more in an aspect of, of liberty, oh, of rights. Yeah, of
0: having rights, but right. I don't think you fundamentally have a right to own anything.
1: Even if it represents no threat to anyone else, in and of itself, in any more way than...
0: But guns do represent a threat to somebody else.
1: Not any more than cars potentially. I mean in the hands and depending look at all, on look at depending all the on the
0: regulations you have to go through to get a car. Well,
1: right, and there are regulations mm-hmm. on guns also. I mean you can't just say that there are no regulations right. on guns. Because, I'm not I'm
0: not saying people shouldn't own guns. I do think the second amendment is interpreted badly. I think that too many people have too many guns. I think that the culture of gun worship is insane but i, I do but a... i but i do think it's a completely different thing i feel like
1: it is that was a quite, one one um, is your
0: bodily autonomy your liberty to your own body the other is the liberty to have something that kills things i i mean i get what you're saying that it's a rights thing and a lot of people would equate but i'm passionate about this cuz it's my right as a citizen
1: but, but, but it's
0: it, it's just not the same. I,
1: no, it's it's not a good analogy. I think there's points to be made there, but you would have to have to approach it from a rights issue and not get into the semantics of, right? You know, a fetus is not comparable to an inanimate mm-hmm. piece of metal, which obviously it's not. And that's the thing, though, is everybody has their
0: pet issue. Their
1: pet issue, but to me, if you just you have to have some kind of a, a, a standard for. What is constitution constitutionally supported liberty and what is not? And once you start to gray that line, then you have to be able to apply that same reasoning to everything, I think.
0: And why do you think it's so important that we have a Second Amendment?
1: I don't think that's even a relevant question right now. The fact of the matter is that it is the second amendment and it is legally binding and it is constitutionally justified and supported and until it is otherwise it is the law of the land
0: right but the and Constitution that, can be amended it
1: can I mean. be but it's not and it isn't this is the law of the land right now and you can't act as if it's not and that's kind of where I know it seems like I'm being a, a you know stickler to the founding fathers what they had mine that's the thing is Depending on who's in the Supreme Court, this could change in the very near future. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we have a radical, and that I'll reevaluate at that point, but as of right now, you can't just act as if it is not the law. And it is the law that people have the right to have these firearms, even the AR-15, even with 100-round magazines. And the fact of the matter is also that the large, I mean overwhelmingly majority of gun owners would never in a billion years harm another human being with them.
0: Oh, I I totally realize that and I, I realize that the majority of gun owners are not interested in harming another human being with it. But when you're talking about the Second Amendment and about rights, the Second Amendment says you have the right to bear arms. So what does that even mean? Where does that end? Do you have the right to bear any arms? That there are, can you have missiles? Can well, you have nuclear weapons? Can you have that's grenades? That's already
1: been that's already been hashed out in the courts, and there is legal standing on that. And you obviously cannot. And where do
0: you draw the line? Well, I mean, you, where does the court draw the line? You, I, you
1: cannot own fully automatic weapons. That is illegal. You cannot go out and buy a machine gun. You cannot go out and own a hand grenade. You cannot own a rocket launcher. You cannot own a fully functional tank. These things are already illegal.
0: So why why do you think? I guess and this just why do you think owning a fully automatic gun is different than owning a semi-automatic gun why do you I mean genuinely I'm just asking for your opinion why do you think the I court decided that why I don't do you, think what do you there think, there think is, the fundamental difference is there
1: I don't think there is much of a distinction other than um it's just it's the way to, I don't even know when that happened hmm but it is, that is the legal precedent as it stands right now. It may change in the future. And that's the thing is you can get bogged down in, in the minutia of distinctions like that. But to me, it is pretty much incontrovertible right now that you are within your right. And nobody would say, that's the thing is nobody would say, yourself included, that you don't have a right to have a shotgun to go out and shoot ducks or whatever with or hunt. Right. whatever, or uh, a standard rifle to go out and hunt deer with, whatever, and then you start thinking, well, a handgun maybe to keep in a safe as long as it's locked away, and you just, you, with reasonable people, with law-abiding citizens, you just, you can see where these things, well, there's really no threat, there's really no, this is a net good for the community even, there's a lot of, you know, I think of the experiences I've had, I think of the industry and commerce aspects there's so many avenues where hunting gun ownership you know the the family involvement the the steeped history of you know some of these traditions within our culture are invaluable and if you strip like you don't understand it because you haven't been part of it i didn't grow up that way
0: but i i feel like you could replace that with any number of other things the history of camping of going to national parks of photography of using a bow and arrow of any other you know Any other number of family activities you could do that don't involve...
1: You could even remove that then and just put it in with just providing food. Mm -hmm. That aspect alone. I think of how many people in this community I know alone that rely on filling their freezers in the fall.
0: But that goes back to what kind of weapon do you need to do that? Well,
1: and that's what I'm getting at here Mm -hmm. is you have no problem with recognizing at least that. Mm -hmm. And then you look at, go out on any open hunting season opener, whatever... And you look at the variety of weapons that are used. I mean, there's shotguns that are used with slug barrels. There's what appear to be assault rifles, which are just, um, standard hunting rifles that have all kinds of accessories placed on them to look like.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and that's the thing is there is no distinction necessarily even of what an assault rifle is. Right. I mean, that term is to gun owners is essentially meaningless mm-hmm. because I had hunting rifles that have 10 round magazines. That hold ammunition that is ten times more powerful than what was used by the Orlando shooter. Any deer hunter around here is going to use some form of a 30 caliber, which is, I mean, it, it it's night and day difference power wise. At the damage that it would do in comparison to the 223 round that the AR-15 uses, which is a very high velocity but low caliber weapon. So I mean, there's there's distinctions that you have to look at, and if you don't know anything about guns in you hear people talking about this. Well, what's a hunting rifle versus an assault rifle? Well, there's hardly any difference. Right. And that's that's the problem is you can't even define what a hunting rifle is versus an assault rifle except for the way it looks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I uh, I can't remember who I was just watching. I want to say it was Bill Maher. But I can't re- Oh, actually, no, it was a podcast I was listening to, somebody that was very much anti-gun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he kind of got trapped by someone who said I want you to look at these weapons tell me which ones should be banned and which ones shouldn't and they were just different assemblies of weapons that were deer hunting rifles with different accessories on them versus AR-15 AK-47 type weapons that were dressed down to look more acceptable with smaller magazines and whatever and he didn't have a clue. He thought the ones that were bad were the hunting rifles and he thought the ones that were more acceptable were the ones that were actually AR-15 type AK-47 type weapons that so to me once you know more about the issue, you know more about guns, you know more about this a lot of the discussion that we're having is meaningless.
0: I guess I wish we could more quickly get to a place where we have smart guns. Fingerprint technology which is non-lethal just
1: a legitimate solution that yeah. could potentially do anything except for the fact that we have at best estimates, there's around a gun per person, mm-hmm. and I mean we're approaching 350 million citizens in this country, and you've got that many guns already in circulation. So even if they came out with an infallible smart gun tomorrow, mm-hmm. you still have 300 million-ish yep. firearms out there that don't have that technology. So maybe a government trade-in, buyback, right. retrofitting—I don't know what you could do, but—and
0: I think there. There's no feasible way to completely solve any of these problems, no, but I, I do think it's worth trying to reduce harm at the same time. Can't I we find a way to reduce do. harm, even if we're not talking about banning weapons or solving the problem completely? Can we make it so that five less toddlers a year shoot themselves with their mom's handgun? I just absolutely. I mean yep. there's got to be something we can do to that end. I, I don't know. But like I said, I just...
1: Well, and what I guess you, I've been
0: around long enough to know not much is going to change. What
1: do you think about the wife in the Orlando shooter situation? Because this, to me, is a, a good place to start. If someone mm-hmm. is witness to the escalation and does nothing...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I get to... There, there's a, a sympathetic side of me that looks at her and thinks part of her culture, part of whatever, you know, is to be subservient or whatever, or, you know, Stockholm Syndrome, you think of these mm-hmm. different factors, but if you're in a in a position to do something and you don't, I think there needs to start potentially being some ramifications for inaction.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's so complicated in that situation just because I feel like you don't know if she was a battered woman. You don't know what kind of relationship right. that was. If if he was abusive, she could have been just terrified of him and terrified to say anything. You know, you you can't understand what it's like to be in that frame of mind unless it's actually happening to you. So I can see how, and again, I have not been watching the news. I have not been keeping up on every facet of this. I just can't.
1: Well, he was contacting so my mental her health during will not the shooting, even. Yeah, I. And she went with him to buy at least ammunition. I heard maybe mm-hmm. the weapons, too. I mean, she may have scouted the locations with him. She was very involved. And like you say, mm-hmm. I mean, there are factors that could, and yeah. it looks it, like they're not going to gonna say, charge her. It's something
0: her. they should take a look at, definitely. You know, if you... That's why we have accessories to crime right. right? Accessories exactly. to murder. It's the same thing.
1: Maybe there needs to be a new classification of crime there.
0: I'm becoming increasingly convinced that prison as punishment is a pointless idea. Again, from watching a whole season of Origins the New Black. I'm starting to feel like we should do a lot more criminal corrections through community service or, you know, something along we don't need to be jailing every fucking person in this country that does anything wrong. I just... That's a whole other topic, though. I,
1: it is, but it, our it,
0: our country is just fucked in so many ways, and I don't really know. what well, to, And it's it's not. That's it the is, thing. and it isn't. I, I, know, just, yeah, I know. I know things are lo- better than they used to be. I get it, but god damn it! Look at Donald Trump. What the hell? Uh, look at all the people. It's. I I just. I genuinely want to talk to somebody who is a Donald Trump supporter because I don't know any.
1: I've
0: talked to several. At in least the last I don't know any weeks. that would talk to me. I just, I want to know what's actually going through their, how, how they can support such a fucking well, this con is, man of a human being. This is to me
1: how you get both Donald Trump and a society that quote unquote tolerates these events like Orlando
0: mm-hmm.
1: is you tend to script your own narrative in your head. Mm-hmm. The way you see things, reality influences your, your opinion and, and whatever, but you see what you want to see ultimately. Sure. And I've talked to a couple Donald Trump supporters over the, and they're not, you know, like this is the best guy for the job. It's always this sheepish, I've had probably a half a dozen people that I've run into where, because I just started disparaging him publicly. I don't even care. I mean, I'm at, in work environments, whatever, but I'll just take shots at him just to let people know that, yeah. you know.
0: He's that dangerous that you need to Well, and to that's do kind that.
1: of where I'm at. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's I, I can't give a specific of what I've said, but I've just shot some really <laughs> aggressive statements about him out. But I hear people say, well, you know, that's, that's kind of what I like about him, you know, though, is that he's not afraid of saying what's on his mind. And, and you hear, and you're literally watching this person create a reality in their head where, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to say what's on your mind. Instead of thinking, was it substantive? Is it true? Is it something right. that's you it's know the
0: thing that's on your mind? Something speaking that's your mind
1: is. <laughs> good God, it, it takes two seconds to think of some asshole that just bloviates mm-hmm. about nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. But in
1: political environment, somehow it's refreshing and.
0: If I said everything that came into my mind, I would be universally hated. Oh my God! You don't do that. I we, do. It we live as in society. It it's a society where you have to filter some of what you say. You can't. I. Oh, my God!
1: yeah, I do it enough I as I my
0: brain I'm, around
1: I'm a bit of a pariah just because of yeah. my the little bit I do let out oh is believe
0: enough. me i I'm the same way I say plenty of things I shouldn't say, but that's only a portion of what's actually in my right. brain.
1: Oh, well, and that's the other thing is identity politics, how quickly we associate while you're a gun lover, then you're a Trump supporter. Mm. or If you're an abortion, whatever, you're Mm. a whatever. And you just you make these connections. I think that contributes to more shit in this country than just about anything is that problem of identity politics and just having those just knee jerk associations and those gag reflexes that kick in just the second you think of someone. And instead of listening to each other and having conversations and realizing that we might legitimately disagree for legitimate reasons mm-hmm. and there may be a little gray area where you both have points that are valid, that's the part that's getting most disgusting to me because I I can talk to one of these people that are Trump supporters and I hear what they say and they have a legitimate gripe, you right. know, they, but their solution is for shit.
2: Mm-hmm. What,
1: what they're thinking is going to bring about any kind of positive change to affect what they're bitter or disappointed about or disgusted mm-hmm. by is the last goddamn thing that's going to happen <laughs> if they elect Trump.
0: But I feel like, and you know, Bill Maher says this all the time, that there's this false equivalency that both sides are just entrenched and not willing to talk to the other side. I don't think that's true. I think that in general, and again, this is not across the board, but in general, I find that liberal people seem more open to talking to conservative people or to people who have different ideas than them than conservative people yeah. do. It seems like conservative people just want to shut down, not talk mm-hmm. to you about it, not have a discussion. And maybe that's just because I know so many liberal people and I am willing to I talk think to, to, to conservative extent, people.
1: Uh, to an extent, I think you're seeing a little bit of what you want to see, but I think it is too. It's how you initiate because I've I've I'm from switching from one side to the other on this. I'm seeing it from a totally different direction, and that doesn't mean it's an accurate representation of the whole. Mm-hmm. But I do see way more hackles come up with mm-hmm. the conservatives. I mean, like this defensive. I mean, literally, I, w- I watched the guy puff up the other day when I said one of those Trump things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he was not even facing me. I, he just overheard me, but I saw it so deliberately. His reaction, he. His shoulders kind of, and he just turned around and looked at me all, mm-hmm. well, that's why some people, you know, and he just, he got defensive. And I was like, shit, <laughs> this guy is, and that, 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 it just, how you said that, it made me right. think of that. And there, but there's also, I've seen some, I've unfriended a couple of people on social mm-hmm. media recently, just because there's that same intolerance, that same defensiveness, when you have an outgroup opinion or something that sure. doesn't comport 100%. And that to me is toxic. If you can't even be willing to hear an opinion or or a line of thought that you disagree with, right. without getting you know irritated or well, super defensive, I mean, you're you're wrong.
0: There's certainly a lot of that on the left too. I won't deny right. that. There's it, plenty of people who, the minute you say the wrong thing the wrong way, yeah, you're just, you're just discarded off. and yeah. you're. Dog piled on, and it's a problem. But at the same time, it's you know, at least from my experience, you know, I don't know the conservatives. I know they're just they get to a point where they will not talk to you. They just they can't. They won't do it. They won't even have the conversation. They're they're like, nope, this is my stance, and I don't care what you have to say, and I'm not discussing it with you, and you're just wrong. And
1: I've had that experience with both sides mm-hmm. on this Orlando issue alone. Yeah, and. I don't know. It's probably different for me. I'm, I'm probably biased and a little tainted to be objective on this because I know how to talk to conservatives still. Mm-hmm. I feel dirty when I do it, but I I, I can completely <laughs> blend right the hell back in. Yeah, I know how to say things just so they think I'm on their side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've heard, I've elicited enough responses from some of the people. Well, kind of. I feel like on <laughs> occasion... Every once in a while, I want to just react how I feel. Mm-hmm. My reaction coming, I just go, "Holy mm-hmm. shit!" You almost said that out loud,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I would. I would get. I mean, you would just hear deafening silence, and
0: right.
1: Yeah, it 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 could get ugly that way. Mm. But but the Orlando thing in particular, I don't want to out anybody. But there were some people who are. I don't know the the Islamic. I we we have to at least talk about that briefly because we talk about the guns. We got to talk about. I think, the the religious influence.
0: Well, it seems like the religious influence... You know, I'm not going to pretend like... Because... And I don't have the data for this, but it certainly seems like...
1: It's a factor.
0: It's a factor and, you know, most of the violence on a religious level is coming from Islam at this point. Right. You know, of course you still have... You know, there's plenty of violent christians especially if you look at what's happening in africa but it seems to me anyway like when we hear about violent things happening and people being murdered the religion of choice is islam mm-hmm. and that's believe me christianity still has a long way to go
1: oh trust me i've, I've...
0: but and and you do say things like you know the Colorado Springs shooting exactly. at the Planned Parenthood. It seems like most of the Christian violence these days is directed at abortion providers, at least in America.
1: Which is horrific. Which is horrific enough, sense, yeah. and in
0: Africa at gay people. Right. You know, it, it, it's a huge problem, especially in Africa right now. But, like you said, there is a unique problem with Islam as well that we can't just ignore and pretend. Well.
1: In in Isn't my there. my wife and I talked about this, and to me, I I can relate to this enough from my own upbringing that I can't. Just just a as a little thought experiment. I mean, I thought to myself right after this happened. I mean, it was so immediate that they were saying, you know, he was Islamic mm-hmm. and that he was pledging allegiance to Abu Bakr al Baghdadi and was totally on board with ISIS and every group out there that he could attach himself to. He did which a lot of people took issue with because there was groups that are, you know, Sufi and Shia and whatever that mm-hmm. were completely not even in unison and actually hate each other, but he was pledging allegiance to both of them, so that showed his insincerity or whatever, illegitimacy as a Muslim, whatever, but bullshit. He comes from a family which is deeply Islamic. Mm-hmm. To what degree is it almost irrelevant. The fact of the matter is that part of that culture is homophobia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's uh, divinely warranted homophobia. Yeah. Not just that we don't like gays or we think gays are Well, just like with icky.
0: Christianity. Well, it,
1: it is, but it's to a whole different taken level. it's to a
0: different level.
1: Exactly. And just imagine being raised in that environment. I don't know. I think he was born in America. His parents are Afghani. They came from Afghanistan. Whether he was born there and came here is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But living in a home where, you know, Islam is the predominant cultural whatever Mm -hmm. Um, having to understand that homosexuality is wrong and that's how i was raised as well Mm -hmm. homosexuality is wrong it's a sin just like any other sin it's something that god finds you know abominable and to quote the bible for me and i know the quran and the hadith have countless you know other sayings on it and most of them end in violence and saying you know just like in the bible saying that they should be stoned to death but thankfully the bible has gone through the reformation and it's a very 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 small portion of practicing proclaiming christians hold to that type right. of that
0: are still taking that shit they're literally. still
1: there there are still i mean we saw all mm-hmm. the youtube yep. clips of the handful of preachers that are standing in the pulpit the yeah. westboro Baptists, whatnot mm-hmm. it's there but you don't see it coming to fulfillment like you do in the Islamic faith and in the countries where it There's ten countries where death is the punishment, the mm-hmm. requisite punishment for homosexuality. Add to that now the potential that the shooter... I don't even like to say his name, so I just call him the shooter.
0: Yeah.
1: Was himself potentially gay.
0: Mm-hmm. Or at least struggling with some exactly. feelings he didn't want to deal with.
1: Think about the dissonance. Think about the cancerous... Mm -hmm. shit that was running around in his head. Now think, and I don't, this is pure speculation, but it's just a hypothetical that I was talking with my wife about. And I said, imagine this. Imagine he's raised in that environment where gays are as wrong as wrong gets. It's just black and white. It's simple wrong, according to God. It's an abomination to God. It's determined. It's worthy of death. The only uh, salvation from it is death. I mean, it's gross. Right. But now imagine if he was not very Islamic, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of was backsliding, whatever sounded like he was drinking and partying mm-hmm. a lot and whatever. Imagine he went to the Pulse nightclub. Imagine he got drunk. Imagine he had an encounter with someone mm-hmm. and had uh, a gay sexual relation even. Now imagine the self-loathing, listening to his father at the dinner table for mm-hmm. days, months, weeks, years, one event, a couple events, whatever. That cancer just eating at him over and over, festering. He was a ticking time bomb in that environment. If he was a little mentally unstable on top of that, right? good God.
0: Well, I feel like there's such a fine line to walk because, of course, the majority of Muslims don't have any interest in, just like gun owners, don't have any interest in hurting anybody are more or less peaceful, live with doctrine that we think is batshit crazy, just like Christians do. You know, Christians go to church every week and hear doctrine that we think is batshit crazy and to a more or less extent buy into it and there's still plenty of homophobia among Christians. But do you think that we would get further, especially with people on the left, if we spoke out just against religion in general or do you think it's important to speak out specifically against Islam because I feel like the root of the problem is a religious problem you have this in almost all religions you have the homophobia and the hatred of women and it seems like the answer to me isn't just to get rid of Islam, it's to speak out against religion in general because they all perpetu- perpetuate these well, problems
1: he, here's I, I got into this <clears throat> with two individuals who happen to be gay mm-hmm. and they were seemed to be upset with me bringing up the Islam issue Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and it just struck me as being okay, wait a minute, wait, wait this is a factor this is almost an indisputable factor and the fact that we're dancing around it really started to irritate me, so I, and I've looked at this data before, but there's a Pew Research Center study that came out in 2013 where they did a, it doesn't include Europe, it doesn't include the United States, but it's the rest of the world, and I think it there's 60-some countries that are polled, um, and the overwhelming, and I mean it is dramatically, overwhelmingly, the sentiment of hundreds of millions of Muslims that the appropriate response to things like homosexuality is at a minimum imprisonment mm-hmm. and most... Like I said, the ten countries that have it as law, death. There are countries that have, from a couple months in jail all the way up to decades in prison for homosexuality. The Sharia law, the enforcement of that being, you know, this is the difference. Christianity has effectively been neutered.
0: Yeah, but not in America, yes. But again, look at Africa. Look at the countries that are... Passing laws to put people to death who are gay, who are Christian-run. You know, it's...
1: And I agree. And I agree that it is completely wrong and it should be combated in its face as being contributed to by Christianity. And I will fully admit that, acknowledge that, and I'll join you in picketing, whatever, doing whatever. But the... I heard a podcaster say it this past week too, is you can't, that no true Scotsman fallacy, that no true Muslim would do this, or you know, the majority Muslims don't believe. Well, and this is what you have to do. You have to go by what most Muslims profess. Mm -hmm. And there's 1.5 million, give or take, Muslims on the face of the earth today. And hundreds of millions of them. You can actually tally out the amount of people from these polls you can figure out the numbers and it's hundreds of millions of Muslims, people who profess to adhere to Islam and profess to be Muslims. And this is how when polled they respond, you know, should a woman be stoned if she's found to have committed adultery? Yes. And it's like 83% in Egypt or, you know, these, they're not anomalies. They're not mischaracterizations or misrepresentations.
0: I think what happens with people on the left, what the fear is is that we've seen throughout history what happens when you take an entire group of people and say they're all bad, you know, like look at World War II and Germans, you know, I have a German grandfather, but you let let's or let's take all the Japanese people and round them up and, but the, you and I just realize committed it's different biggest... it's different I know it's it's no
1: it's it's not just different, it's flat out wrong
0: i I realize that what I'm saying is. I think that's where the fear comes from and that's where the backlash about Islamophobia comes from is that there are, people are so afraid of putting everybody into a little box that they don't want to admit that there are problems with the religion and with Islam itself and well and, and that is
1: that that's the problem because you you're incapable or the the left is seemingly incapable of separating Islam from Muslims right that that is a monumental mm-hmm. fuck up that if they can't figure out how to distinguish the difference between Christianity and Christians and Islam and Muslims, mm-hmm. we are not going to progress very well through this. But then issue. look at the
0: other side and look at people like Donald Trump who do the reverse. We're letting you know?
1: him we're letting him write the narrative here. Yeah. Did you see that Loretta Lynch, when she released allowed the release of the, the transcripts because they won't release the live phone calls because they said it would be insensitive whatever. She redacted every single iterance of Islam, ISIS, Allah. They were redacted from... And then, by the end of the day, the amount of shit she got, mm-hmm. she reversed her decision and released them unredacted.
0: But it's scary to me because you've got half of this country willing to just run out and kill any Muslim that they see because whoa, wait, of it. Wait, you wait. And you've wait. Got whoa,
1: wait. We're, okay. Not
0: willing to run out and kill.
1: Okay, because that's hyperbole. That that's is hyperbole. Not yes, that's,
0: that's hyperbole. But you've got half the country willing to be completely prejudiced against anybody who happens to be Muslim. You know, again, they're not separating the religion from the person. They just that's, see a person wearing a headscarf, and they are going do to you, discriminate. Do against you
1: realize them. that the data shows that it's almost ten times more likely for a Jew to encounter some kind of religious intolerance than it is for a Muslim right now. In America? In America, right now. Really? It's it's almost a straw man that's being built about the the Muslim intolerance right now. There's this hypersensitivity to protect Muslims. And I really don't hear anyone other than the likes of Donald Trump saying, which is a significant thing, I I shouldn't make that Mm -hmm. seem like it's not a thing, But you hear the sensible people, I think of Sam Harris as probably the most coherent voice in this discussion saying, I'm not criticizing Muslims, I'm criticizing Mm -hmm. Islam and its place within Muslim societies and cultures and communities. We need to be able to openly say that these ideas are terrible, that these ideas are unsustainable in modern culture. And even that, he's labeled as a fanatic who wants to mm-hmm. racially profile people.
0: And I think profile that's people. completely wrong. It, and I totally agree with you that yes, we need to be able to talk about these things openly without fear of being labeled Islamophobic.
1: But even me saying that elicited your response mm-hmm. to Donald Trump. Like, in the same vein. It's so easy for especially for the liberal side Mm -hmm. to just conflate the two and say, Well, if you're saying that we should talk about Muslims or Islam you're like Donald Trump. I don't
0: think that's what I'm saying at all. I think what I'm saying is you must admit that there is a certain subsection of people in America who are just flat out racist and they're not they don't want to have a nuanced conversation about the difference between the religious ideas and the person themselves. They're just a fucking racist, and they will be prejudiced against people who are not like them without really taking any time to look at what the religion says or what the person is saying. I feel like it's not making sense what I'm trying to say here, but it's...
2: I I think that that's...
0: Like you said, America has a history of violence, of being violent people... And we still are, and we have... Look at how many people support Donald Trump, someone who just says we should ban all Muslims from the country. A lot of people support that idea, and they don't support it because they think the ideas and the religion are wrong and they're reading philosophy books about it. They're just scared of brown people. Look
1: at it this way. There's probably... Well, especially now. I mean, this one event pretty much set the bar where, where this point will make itself almost there's more instances almost of Muslims hurting gay people than there are bigots and racists hurting Muslims right now because of Orlando. And you put that into perspective, and then think of the mentality that you have or the narrative you have in your mind about the bigots and the racists who are going after Muslims. It's just really not happening. It's potential, and it's Mm -hmm. attitudinally prepared
0: well, the, I guess the potential is what concerns me. Right, but
1: that's been going on since 9-11. Exactly.
0: And if you look
1: at the data, it's not there. The Muslims in America are not being drawn and quartered in the streets. Well,
0: no, they're it's, not. It's but...
1: not happening. But they're being treated as if it is happening. They're mm. being protected. And I think protecting the people is noble, and it's exactly what the American government should be doing within the constitutional you know, constraints. But as far as Islam, fuck Islam. Mm-hmm. Fuck any idea, ideology that says that homosexuals should be stoned to death. I or think. that an, an adulterous woman should be killed. or.
0: But I think that about all religious ideology, well, right, too.
1: But, but we can't talk about Islam in that same... You can't disparage some local mosque for talking batshit ideology like that. In the same breath as you would Westboro Baptist Church today, in liberal company, you just can't oh, do it. I
0: agree. I Which agree is disgraceful.
1: Yep. And and like I said, to begin this discussion, okay. I had brought up the point of Islam's potential influence and undeniable, at least being proclaimed by the shooter himself, that that's why he was doing it, and that was his goal was to redeem himself, essentially, right. to be worthy of you know Allah's whatever. Right. And I'm being castigated by two people who happen to be homosexual. And mm-hmm. for the irony of that to me is just astounding. I just, I don't know how we can get to a place where we're we're literally letting Donald Trump you know frame this debate and this discussion. He's got the one ugly way of doing it mm-hmm. or you have to be completely in defense of protecting Muslims. And I oh. think there's
0: to be Tons fair, social there. media isn't known for nuanced conversations either. I know you and I try to have them, but I feel like a lot of stuff gets missed when you're not having a face-to-face conversation. That's when you're true. not discussing something like that. People are getting defensive, and I mean...
1: That's, that's a good point. And
0: I think most people are coming from the right place. You know, they... I think... You know, the people that you were having discussions with are probably just, like I said, concerned about lumping an entire group of people together because they've been the victim of that. Of
1: but, and, and I would understand that more if, when I raised the points, mm-hmm. I even posted the Pew, mm-hmm. you know, I said, well, this is, hundreds of millions of mm-hmm. Muslims have this opinion of right. you right here. Here's the data. Here is hard yeah, I'll I'll look at that and get back to you and then they're gone. You know, it's
2: it's like
0: well, well I think part of that too though is that not everybody wants to have an incredibly long conversation about it. Maybe I, I they get were just, that. You but know, I mean to have
1: such a passionate, you right. know especially when you're mm-hmm. potentially on the receiving end of the wrath right. and the hate that's being generated from those beliefs and you would rather defend it than investigate it thoroughly and find a way to maybe communicate to the people who hold to these ideas that mm-hmm. Those ideas are reprehensible. Those ideas are disgusting, and they present a risk to me and you and people like us.
0: Well, I had, I think it was Eli Bosnick on Facebook or Twitter or something, a week or two ago I saw posted something to the effect of that he's come to the conclusion that the most important thing you can do is identify openly as an atheist. Because so many of the problems that we are having come from religious intolerance, and a lot of that al- religious intolerance comes from the fact that religious people assume that they they have the power, they're in the majority, and nobody's yeah, going to that... speak up against them. And that if the more of us that identify as atheists, the more people who feel comfortable identifying as atheists, and the bigger our well, movement it, gets. That and, would have an effect to you know,
1: kind of relegate the, the fundamentalists to the exactly. sidelines a little more. Yeah, that... I,
0: I think there's so many people that just aren't willing to talk cuz you know in polite society you don't talk about religion or politics. Bullshit. I think we need to talk about religion Absolutely. and politics yes, and we need yes, to make yes. clear where we stand. And the more we can do that, the more other people are going to start to feel comfortable doing it and the more these religious zealots are going to realize they're not in the majority. Which you know? will
1: inevitably have the the cornered rabid dog
0: which we're outcome. seeing already. Yeah, you're going to see mean, these
1: the few pop-ups the
0: yeah. We already see that in America. We see, I think that's part of abortion restrictions. Honestly, to bring it back around to abortion well, again. Like, uh, they they know they're losing the culture wars. Here's something they can do. They can restrict abortion. Here's it. it's, it's endlessly frustrating. The death
1: knell, hopefully, of so many...
0: God, I hope so.
1: Bronze Age, Iron Age, God, it's just terrible to think. It's too and bad. It,
0: so many people are getting hurt in the process exactly. of that death now. Well,
1: and keep it in perspective. Don't, I mean, you, you, you have to acknowledge these tragedies and mm-hmm. the horrific nature of them and what causes them, and, and sometimes bad things are just going to happen, and that's yeah. just a harsh reality of being alive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that untimely death, especially at the hands of a lunatic, would be that much harder to, to handle, but in the grand scheme of things, life is better, safer, more possibilities, more potential than there ever has sure. been for human beings. But and sometimes we can do it doesn't feel better. like that. We can do oh better. yes, we can. Yes we can.
0: We can keep going. But yes, it's things are certainly much better than they used to be. I I wouldn't want to be a woman back in the fifties. Oh no, God. No. Especially a black woman in the fifties. Oh,
1: no. God. Well and not to get too political again, but I think we're on the cusp of
0: Making America great again? Making
1: a big, (laughs) big step. No, continuing to make, keep America great. Mm -hmm. How's that? Yeah. That that whole make
0: America great again. When was America so fucking great? I heard
1: heard somebody on the, I watched some news show this morning, but somebody, an Mm African-American pundit was saying, yeah, great for whom?
0: Exactly. And, and, And what, Part of history are we going back things to things just started getting better for some of us. Like it's just if you think there was a time when America was so much better it's obvious I, who you are yeah. and where you come well, from. Well, <laughs> I love
1: that question. I mean anybody who mm-hmm. says, Yeah, we need to go back to the way th-, yeah, right. for who? Yeah. And when? What time specifically for straight okay.
0: white males. Nineteen
1: fifty five? Okay, yep. let's imagine you're an African American yep. in Mississippi. Let's try that one. Is that great? Is that where we should imagine go? Imagine
0: you're a woman who doesn't want to be a housewife. Yeah, who'd like to have a career of some kind. Good luck. I mean
1: enjoy really, your...
0: Yeah, it was great for dudes who were white Who had a wife to do everything for them yeah. and just kind of I don't want to go back to that <laughs>
1: Well, and I think more people are starting to kind of... Uh, there, there's something about this, the current political environment right now where people, I think, are having fun, are just mm-hmm. blowing off steam. I hope that's the case. I hope people are just kind of saying, fuck it, let's just wallow in crazy land here for a little bit and we'll get serious at the end of the no, summit. I no,
0: don't no, no. I don't have a lot of faith. Well, I don't have a lot of faith in America.
1: <laughs> I don't have faith, period.
0: I just don't. Anyway. Let's wrap it up. I think up. we've hashed that out, so... Um, if you would like to email us.
2: Apparently you don't. Email. Thanks, no, Graham. Nobody
0: wants to email. Thanks, Graham. And
1: hey, kudos on uh, the non-Brexit exit there, Graham. I hope you're one, yeah. of, one of them. We didn't talk about that, but that no. I'm sure we're going to wait to see how that wow. unfolds before we...
0: I was shocked.
1: But Scotland didn't do it, so, I mean, Graham is...
0: Scotland's awesome. I
1: think he's all right. And, the, and I'm sure he saw, and I'm sure you've seen it, but the, uh, the memes going around of all the insults towards Trump... On Twitter, all the no. the colorful Scottish language. Oh, God. <laughs> I would have to see if we can share that, because there's some of the most creative oh, and beautiful in insults so I have much. ever heard. Yeah. Kudos, Scotland.
0: Uh, email us, podcast at com or we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash heathenhotdish, or one of us is on Twitter. I'm just never on Twitter anymore. But we'll Justin will respond to you on we'll, we'll Twitter at h hhotdish. Awesome. So, thanks for listening to us ramble with our brains that don't work today. Hopefully we'll do better next time and be a little bit more coherent yeah, and It would be a
1: lot better if you contribute. Give us something to talk about. Yeah, there.
0: find us a topic that's not relying on all the scold TV us, shows I us, chastise us for how wrong we were or yeah. something. I, anywho. All right, well, it's been good talking. We'll listen to you next... Something. I'm just... Whatever. I need to Words. leave. Words. We're I'm Justin. This. I'm Amy. See you next time.